Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 11 of the Mess All Podcast. Today's guest is Kayvon. Give it a listen. Enjoy. Make sure you give me five stars on iTunes. I'd really like that. And a big shout out to Shane. Thanks for being so positive. Great emails about the show. So thank you very much. And enjoy this podcast. Thank you. So, welcome to the show, Kayvon. Good to be here. Um, this is the Mess All Podcast. So, we're just going to talk about food for a little while. And well, I think we should first tell people where we are. We meant to meet at a great smoothie and health food place. It's closed at 4 p.m. in the middle of a work day. So, we are sitting like two creeps in the back alley behind the smoothie joint. And we just got weird looks from a mother and her two children. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess we're together. So, it's not as creepy as just one person. Well, yeah, I think we should stop holding hands. With <laughs> you know what? I... And we talked about this before. I was looking forward to a bubble tea all day now. Right. And if you love food, you know bubble tea or boba tea. Come okay. to us from the Taiwanese or China. Yes. Delicious, fun. And uh, if you haven't tried it, you're, you're sucking a, a big straw. And it has to be a huge straw so that yes. every once in a while, like, a, you know, a big black ball goes in your mouth. Which <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is this an X-rated a podcast so far? Or what, is this one of the more risque ones you've had? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but those balls are made from tapioca, so your kids are allowed to listen to this. Yes, and they are delicious, so. I don't know if you ever made them, but they take about an hour to make and Oh, wow. They're so good. No, you're next level. I just consume things. I don't make a whole lot. Okay. Yes. Although I did make something. I have a very famous cooking video on my website. Did you see that? No, I haven't. Okay. So uh, for all you fans out there of food, you're going to love the story that I tell. Cooking Persian food. For those who don't know, I am the most famous half-Persian comedian in the world. Lucky for me, I'm the only one. <laughs> but I cooked uh, Persian food because there's an audition for guys who cook. And I went to the audition, and a lot of the guys I could hear through the wall, they're like, what would you make for us? Spaghetti. Next. Spaghetti. Next. Pizza. And I I realized these are very simple, so I tapped into my Persian roots, and I used a thick accent, and I said, for you, I would make Zeresh Polo and Juje Kabob. And the the woman melted when she heard that. Oh my goodness, you're so exotic, which, if you look at me, I'm the most non-exotic guy ever. (laughs) And in fact, I talk, I sound like Owen Wilson sometimes. Very boring, wow. The problem is I don't know how to cook Zeresh Polo. So I totally lied that I could cook this dish. And I tell this joke on that video, and that's one of my highest rated videos on YouTube. Nice. Yeah. So anyways, uh, you'll see how how that turned out. I won't spoil the surprise for you guys. (laughs) I'll have to check it out when I get home, sucking my bubble tea. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever had bubble tea with the, uh, not the pearls, but sort of like the slime? The jelly. Yeah, the they jelly. do the jelly. I don't, I don't, I don't go jelly. I'm an old school bubble guy. I agree. It has to be bubbles. It has to be bubbles. The jelly is so weird. It's just like yeah. this jelly in the bottom and you're slurping it up. But, uh, no, I, I do love trying food from all over the world. Yeah. Vietnamese food. That's where I started. And the, the first time I ever had a new thing was avocado bubble tea smoothie. And I never thought about putting avocado in a smoothie. But the, I don't know what they do. They add a little bit of uh, milk, avocado, and those bu- and they blend it. And it's actually really creamy and delicious. And it's kind of, you feel like you're drinking your guacamole. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had a blueberry avocado smoothie before. And, okay. and it worked, good. right? Yeah, it was. So they people, together. people are listening are probably pretty grossed out. Like, there's no way avocado tastes good in a smoothie. No, it does. Yeah. It really does. It works. And I, I don't know if avocado goes well with everything, but... I haven't found a bad match for it yet. Right. So we will we will continue to look. 
Yeah. It's almost like bacon where there's no bad matches for bacon. Right. They're putting bacon on donuts in the States. I don't know if you guys are doing that up in Canada as well. Yes, of course. Okay. Bacon on donuts. So. Yeah. Salty and sweet. Yeah, I had one and it was it was all right. I'm not going to complain about putting bacon on something, but all right, well, I just got back from Seattle, and in Seattle they got a place I think, or maybe it's Portland, Oregon. I think it's Portland, so I'm going to get yelled at. But uh, in Portland, it's called Voodoo Donuts, and they've been opening yeah. up other franchises. Have you heard of that one as well? Yeah, they also make a beer. Do they have a beer now? Yes. Wow. So for those of you who don't know, Voodoo Donuts has like the most interesting and weird toppings, like M and M's and bacon on top of a Canadian maple syrup bar. Nice. And, and, you know, an apple fritter with Twizzlers on top. And I'm going, what? I, I'm a purist. I like my things to kind of match a little bit. Yeah, I'm like that too. I'll try them. Mm-hmm. But I like just a maple donut or... Right. I'll even like just a honeydew donut as well. So what's your take on Tim Hortons? We're up here in Canada. Everywhere I go, there's Tim Hortons on every corner. You like the donuts? They're all right. Um, I usually don't go there and mostly because I don't drink coffee. Okay. So I'm not against Tim Hortons. Right. Um, if I want a donut, I'd rather just go to a like, specialty donut place. Or a mom and pop shop. Yeah. They seem yeah. to make them better. I didn't want to say this in front of you because I know I'm in Canada. And <laughs> if I say I'm not a fan of Tim Hortons, I might get deported. Yeah. Now, you guys are very serious about you know the pride for certain things. But yes. I'm glad I'm in a safe company. I don't have to love yeah. Tim Hortons. And I don't like Dunkin' Donuts on the, our side of the border either. Oh, okay. Yes, so. I've never had, so. Oh, okay. It's basically the Tim Hortons of the southern border. Yeah. So. I've had Robin's Donuts before. Oh, wow. So that's, there was one in Nova Scotia okay. where, I, where I grew up. I'll well, try that. Not where I grew up, but like the city I lived in after I moved away, so. Mm-hmm. It was. I'll try that one, Robin's Donuts. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, but it's funny. We came to have a healthy smoothie, and now we're talking about donuts. You see how quickly that happens? Yes. It just <laughs> when you don't get what you want, it just turns away from. It. <laughs> That's right. So we go from a smoothie to having a deep dish pizza, a couple donuts, throwing back a few beers. Well, we also thought about sitting in a well lit room. Now we're just in a creepy dark we, corner. We are in the corner right now. Yeah. So I know you're coming up. You're going to be traveling Europe soon. Yes. So what kind of foods are you looking forward to trying? Or have you ever I've, been to Europe? I've been to Europe twice as a tourist. I'm excited because this will be my first time as a comedian. So finally jokes paved the way for me to go overseas. Nice. And uh, I'm looking for suggestions what I should eat. Um, I went and filmed the commercial. I'm going to Sweden first. And I've never been to Sweden, so I went to Ikea and spent a lot of time there to just get acclimated so I'm not culture shocked. And, uh, and that's a new video I posted online. So I'm in Sweden going, wow, you guys don't have Coca-Cola. You have sparkling sodas. And I'm, I'm just basing all my stereotypes on Sweden based on the Ikea. I, I do the same. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I'm sure when I get there, I'll get yelled at and told I'm totally off. But that's part of the fun of it. You're going to get, like, smoked salmon. You're going right. to get meatballs. Meatballs and lingonberry. Yes. You have to put lingonberry on everything. Yes. And Swedish fish, they're just called fish there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't need to call them Swedish. Yes. No, they're called Scandi fish. Yes. So uh, I'm going from Sweden and then over to Iceland. Iceland to Netherlands and then to Berlin. So anyone has suggestions of what I have to eat or drink, just tell me because that'll be a first. Yeah, that would be... I mean, what's an Iceland dish? It can't be... I don't know. Do they have their own food? They must have something. Like, I just picture it like, almost like Irish food, just like boiled beets or something. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's probably like going to be like, oh, you're an idiot. It's not boiled beets. We do boiled, you know, uh, coleslaw here. You moron. <laughs> I, I work with a guy and he just got back from there. Okay. He went in the fall, so. 
I should ask him what he would eat or mm. what he did eat and yeah. go from there. Right. Yes. And then Amsterdam, uh, some people just go to the red light district and eat over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope my mom doesn't get that joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all hope all of our moms don't. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go to Amsterdam, and I'm going to be looking for the local foods. I, I don't want to go and eat at McDonald's while I'm overseas. Or, no. Although no. I'm embarrassed to tell you this. I went to Hawaii, and I had a really great time. I tried all the local food. But the last day, I was heading to the airport, I went to Cheesecake Factory. Okay. And I'll be damned if that wasn't the best meal of the whole trip. I felt like such a boring white guy. I'm like, why do I love Cheesecake Factory so much? It was I really good. I went to Maui last year. Okay, and, you know, tried all the local cuisines and stuff like that. And the last day we were going to the airport, and we just went to this Vietnamese place. Okay, so nothing Hawaiian about that whatsoever. Yeah, and it was delicious. It was right. That, that's happened to me a few times. Uh, you know, you go to California Pizza Kitchen, and you can get that anywhere, but it's just so good when I'm on the road. Or one of the best burgers I ever had recently, and I'm going to get so much hate mail from your fans is Chili's. I went to Chili's and they put an egg on the burger okay. with avocado, mushrooms, sautéed mushrooms, and a ton of mustard and ranch dressing. I was like, why is this such a good burger? I don't know. No. So when you get your egg, how do you like your eggs? It has to be kind of runny no. when it's on a burger. Oh, okay. Yeah. What if you're just having bacon and eggs for breakfast? Oh, uh, well, runny's not bad either. I guess that's called over easy, right? Yeah. But then, uh, but I usually just go scrambled because I'm such a bad cook. Okay. But they end up scrambled no matter what I try. Okay. I, I'm not a huge yolk fan, so I like them scrambled or over hard. Right. Or do you ever do just the egg whites? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like just egg whites, though. Yeah. I like them better. That's when I'm on the health kick. I go for that. But if I've gone to the gym, done a few spin classes, I can do any egg I want. Oh, okay. I give myself that pleasure. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so when I go to Netherlands, then I'm going to go to Berlin. Uh, I'm sure they have their food as well. But I think Berlin is and Germany known for a lot of beer. Yeah. And that might be my diet, beer in Germany. And schnitzel. and Schnitzel, yeah, oh, that's right. Oh. And pretzel, Bavarian pretzels yeah. of some sort. See, that's that would be one thing that I'd look for is like, pretzels or even anywhere in Europe like European bread where it's like sourdough or like that dark crust on it yeah the dark one because I, I don't want to go there and be the, the lame tourist so I'm going to do that then we go from Berlin to London now they're not known for their food at all yeah oh and Norway I slipped Norway in between there too oh, nice now I don't know so the Scandinavians I think they're very I think they're very just we have this and we have that and we have a little meatball yeah. I don't think it's going to be like an Italian feast. No. I picture a lot of seafood. Yeah, maybe a little bit of seafood, maybe some uh, some sort of little candies and so forth. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I've been to Italy before, and that's where, you you know, there's a mom in the back just rolling the noodles and, hey, come over here, sit down, I'll give you this. You don't even order. They just bring you stuff, and you're like, I trust you. I would trust that. I definitely trust that. I went to, uh, when I first moved to Calgary here, we went to a restaurant in it was a East Indian restaurant, and it was mm. sort of like that. We went with a guy that knew the owner, <laughs> and we didn't even order. They just kept on bringing, bringing us out dishes. Right. Just trusted them, and it was great. That's that's the way to do it. I mean, if you don't if you don't know the culture or the food as well, or if they have some new dishes, just bring me stuff. Yeah, and it was so exciting to try. Um, mm -hmm. I was the uh, pasty white kid there because I was just sweating and sweating and sweating and... <laughs> Well, my friend, I went to Florence, Italy about, I don't know, 10 years ago, and my friend said, you have to go to this restaurant. So we found it, 
And they came out, they go, the first thing we're going to do is we're bringing you a salad. Okay, great. The second thing, we bring you the wine. Okay. Then they brought the uh, one dish and another dish and then a third dish. And it turned out it was a seven-course meal. But my friend didn't tell me that. He said, just go and have fun. And we were stuffed. We didn't realize after the rabbit that actually lasagna was coming. After lasagna was the meatball pasta. Seven courses. Then they bring a little shot of uh, lemon um, alcohol called limoncello. Oh, I love limoncello. Yeah, so we're, we're like frat guys. We're like, all right, cheers. And we drank it. And she ran out, no, no, you don't drink it like that. You sip the limoncello. <laughs> and she had to bring us another one. So I had eaten lasagna, pasta, fettuccine, shrimp, rabbit, two kinds of salad. I shot two glasses of limoncello. Then they brought the dessert. And... I actually threw up from overeating. Oh, Have you ever done that? Yeah, not for a long time. Though. When I was yeah. younger, yes. When you're young, you don't know your limits. Yeah. I stood up from the table. I was wobbly from the alcohol and the rabbit and the food. And, the, and we had just taken the trip in Florence. And they said that old Roman Empire, they had vomitoriums, which were big bathtubs. That you would go after a long night of partying and just puke in it, and then the city would take care of it because they oh. have week long parties in Italy. I, I took that literally. I'm like, all right, where's the vomitorium? Let's do this. And uh, I've been told lately um, that that was just a myth. But I, yeah, I was very, I took it serious when I was there. That would be a horrible job to have. Yeah. If it was real, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was my trip. And then I come to find out, my friend goes, oh, you don't have to accept every course. They just offer suggestions. They're like, he, he said, you said yes to all of them? And I go, yeah, I thought that was the thing. <laughs> it turns out it was just, each one was a suggested course. And he goes, no, you only t take three or four and then say no to the others. I'm like, you idiot. You should have warned me that. It was a great meal, a great memory, and even uh, puking it all. But how could you say no to it? I bet it yeah. was like delicious every course, though. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. And it was good the second time. That's how you know food is good. When yeah. It, <laughs> when it comes back. <laughs> when it comes back, you're still, hey, I, 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 I really, limoncello. I love limoncello. It's so good. It's <laughs> yeah. sweet. And then, it's almost like Zambuca. If you drink too much of it, it just... Oh, yeah. See, Zambuca is a divisive drink. Either you love that licorice taste yes. or you hate it. And... Uh, I don't mind it. And they say uh, licorice is an aphrodisiac, one of the originals. Okay. People that even, women that say they hate licorice, they blindfold them, hook sensors up to their body, and then they wave licorice under their nose and it goes beep, 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 beep. <laughs> They've tried waving Armani cologne. They wave like, a, you know, like a cool water. But the thing that works is lemon, as uh, a Zambuca, the licorice flavor yeah. scent, and sweaty gym t-shirts. <laughs> yes. And so every girl will tell you, oh, I hate the gym. I hate guys who are sweaty. But blindfolded and not making those decisions for themselves, their body tells a much different story. Maybe I'll have to run to the store and get some oh, licorice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just waving licorice at the club. What up, ladies? <laughs> Other guys have $100 bills. You're just like, I got that licorice. <laughs> Twizzler's my sponsor. And we should be sponsored by Twizzler. We're helping you guys sell a lot. Yes. Of yes. Black Twizzler. Come and sponsor the podcast. That's right. Do you have any sponsors yet? No. Oh, that's why we're sitting in the alleyway? Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, like, liquor is just one of those things that people love or hate. Mm -hmm. I find that with a couple things, like cilantro. Right. You, oh, some people have a gene, apparently, that cilantro turns them off completely. I find, I heard that for the first time last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if there's truth to it. I love cilantro. I, I see someone that doesn't. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, say? and I love it, too. And I I think I'm the only one out of my family. So 
but I, I think I'm a little bit more adventurous than my rest of my family, so they may have never mm-hmm. had it and are unwilling to try it too. So. Right. Well, cilantro is a nice crisp taste and yes. gives you a little bite to the sandwich. I love it. And I put it in my salsa. Like, I've made fresh salsa before yeah. and guacamole. It, it goes in everything for me. It does. And I put it in everything at home. Like, I'll put it in soups. And mm. I'll just, like, pick it off the stem and put it in my salads mm. and stuff like that. And it's delicious. I love it. As a comedian, we're always on tour, always on the road, and we are good at improvising. You could give us some little prison meal and we can whip it into something way more... Delicious. So that's what I do is I, um, like for instance, if you gave me like ice cream and there's a little milk machine in the corner, I'll put a little milk in it. Then if there's little Oreo crumbles at the end of the bar, I'll put that in there, stir it up. Now I have like a McFlurry. Oh, okay. And, and, and the same thing with vegetables. You give me a vegetable bar, all I have to do is throw it on the grill or on the like a wok or some sort of a pan for just like five minutes and then add a little soy sauce and you have like the basic... Chinese dish without all the noodles and the sauces, but you can close your eyes and pretend prison style that you yeah. are eating a delicious golden wok. So when you're Silver on the dragon, yeah, when you're on the road, mm-hmm. would you prefer like a condo then compared to a hotel so you can make your own food? Well, first thing when I get on the road, when I land, I go straight to the supermarket because if you don't, you're going to go to Tim Hortons, you're going to be starving, you're going to stop at Burger King and Wendy's, but I go straight to the supermarket. This one right here has a, a deli that makes sandwiches for you. And then I grab five apples, five bananas, five power bars. Now in my room, I have like a safety mechanism to keep uh-huh. me from running to Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons. And then from there on, you don't buy too much produce because you're not going to eat it. After a comedy show, you may go back to the room. You want food there. But what will probably happen if you make people laugh, come with me, buddy. We're going to take you. You're going to try our Philly cheesesteaks here. Da-da-da, or poutine. It's a... Yeah. They said there was a Putin festival when I got here. Yeah. And, and I go, you guys like the president of Russia that much? You have <laughs> a festival them. for Putin? But uh, Big parade downtown. Big parade, yes. But uh, So I, I, I've um, been able to try a lot of local food that way. Okay. And, but I, I always like to just not eat too much, go back to the room, get my apple. Yeah. Apple a day, you know, keeps the doctor away. I like that hack. That's a good life hack. I should take it as Oh, I have more life hacks than anybody on the road. Yeah. Another is if you land, you get a rental car. Yeah. You're about to go through a lot of tollways. You don't know if you're going to... What I have done, allegedly... Actually, yeah, I've never done this, but I've heard someone has done this. I fold my license plates in half. Oh, okay. And you just drive through all the tolls. You don't stop for any of them. <laughs> you're getting your picture taken. And you're like, yeah! One time out of 40 cities, I was pulled over for... Folded license plate. It was like a mad magazine fold-in. Yes. Yeah. You're just covering one of the other. The, the police officer goes, your plates are uh, bent. I go, what does that mean, bent? He's like, the plates are bent in half. I go, this is a rental car, sir. You're going to have to show me what you mean. I'm, he had me get out of the car and look, and I had to play really dumb. I go, well, isn't that the darndest thing? <laughs> darndest thing. I said, I'll tell you what. There were some kids at the hotel playing behind my rental car. Those sons of guns. I bet that's what they were doing back there. He's like, well, uh, we, can, we might have to write you up. I go, hold on. Before you write me up, let me see about this. And I bent it right back. I go, will that do for you, officer? He's like, you're good to go now. <laughs> and I drove off with a smile because there's no more tolls left anymore. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I ran like 10 tolls that day. I, I, Allegedly. Actually, I didn't. I heard a guy yeah, ran 10 tolls that day. Some guy. Some yeah. guy. Yeah. So I I drove through the states, and I never knew about all these tolls. Mm-hmm. Like, we, there's, like, a couple toll roll in Nova Scotia, but nothing. Right. But I was driving outside of Chicago, and I was like, 
every couple of kilometers, it seems like it was boom, a new boom. Tone. And here's the problem: is uh, see, you might think I'm a jerk. Canada, you guys follow the rules. You guys are amazing. But when you land in like Texas, you get on the highway and it becomes a toll road and it's all electronic and there's no way to pay for it. So you just ran a toll because you got on the highway driving to your show and then they hit the rental car company. This is why I started doing it. The rental car company said you just acquired a $100 fine for running the toll. We charge a $100 administration fee to pay it for you plus a $50 surcharge. So it was $250 for a toll that I didn't even know existed until I got on the road. After that, Mad Fold In magazine. Nice. No more license plate. Yeah, that's that's rough. It really is. <laughs> so, little life hack. So, what city do you go to that you look forward to having food in? Ooh, well, 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 well. First of all, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada, but I'm not there often. Las Vegas has all the best food from all over the world. You get a little bit, uh, you know, you get a little spoiled because we have the Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas, and yes. you can eat a delicious French restaurant there. Uh, we also have uh, French and Persian and Middle Eastern and Asian, all the dishes. So Vegas is a great culinary city. As much as people go, oh, really? They bring chefs from all over the world and people immigrate there. It is. I've been to Vegas a couple times. I haven't had a bad meal. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So. Even the buffets have stepped it up. Yes. Buffet used to be like cold food on the line. Now they bring little cups of soup and little... Yeah. And I went to a $55 buffet and it was really delicious. And I didn't overeat. That's the new thing, you know, don't overeat at the buffet. And that's what I am getting better at is not overeating. Yeah. Because what I find is, like, if I'm in Vegas, I want to have that buffet, but I don't want to be so full that I'm just like, oh, the rest of the day. And I still want right. to be able to have a drink on the street. And, Absolutely. And if I do that, I'm, I can't have as much fun. No, yeah, we go to the buffet there and we have a good time. My friend used to work, his dad worked at the um, Rio. That was the first buffet to bring the Carnival World Buffet. So um, what we did is we had all this different food that, um, it was the first buffet that had different stations, Mongolian, sushi station, you know, Wild West food and uh, all that. So all the buffets do that now. Yeah. And you can't even go to a buffet that doesn't have those seven stations. Yes. And the, the Mongolian walk where they're cooking yeah. in front of you and they're like sword fighting. and that. That's one of my favorites. Any city I go to, Mongolian grill. Okay. Because they make the vegetables, you add a few noodles, and it's usually all you can eat for $13.99. Yeah, and it's like made right there in front of you. It's made in front of you. It's, it's almost a show. It's like a free show. It's a free it's show. And you take people there. Most people haven't had Mongolian grill. Yeah. In America, that's fun. These three guys are going around the grill at the same time and tink, 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 and then they scrape it onto the plate. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun for $13.99. It is. Yeah. You can't. It's like a show and, a, show and food. Not yeah, enough. food and a show. And, a, and then they ask you, do you want other food and appetizers? And I know. Like, I want just Mongolian Grill. Yeah. So, One of my favorite places to go is like um, for buffet style. It's Brazilian barbecue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They bring the chuscaria. Yeah. I did a comedy show on one of those. Oh, okay. I was so nervous because if one of the you know chefs didn't like my joke, they have a sword. They're running around yes. the... But yeah, they walk around with like the sword with all the meats on it, yeah. and then you pick what you want, take it off the skewer right there. And it's so, it's so fun just seeing big hunks of meat being taken. Oh, they walk around, and you got to turn the card to red or green. If it's green, yeah. they keep coming and offering. Yeah. And I feel bad for the guy who has like you know just like boring sausage compared to the one that has the filet mignon because yes. nobody wants to talk to that guy. No. I I wonder if, like, you get demoted, like, and you're going to be on the, the plain sausage this week. You're going to be on Chicken Hearts this week. Yeah, yeah, Chicken Hearts, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I did a show in the 
Brazilian Chuscaria. We had a great time, and uh, it was for a non. It was a it was a corporate event. Okay. Fifty five people. I go. How how am I going to be funny in the middle of a buffet restaurant with all these guys walking around? But we we made it work. Nice. So. Yeah, I made fun of, uh, well, the guy was Lebanese, so I made fun of him. And uh, some of the jokes are not appropriate. I will not share them <laughs> on this uh, podcast. But Yeah. So do you do other shows like that, like at a bar? Or like You're yes. non-traditional food places. Yeah, well, comedians start in the bars. We got paid in bar food. Then you get better. You go to comedy clubs. The food goes up a notch. So yeah. food is directly correlated to how good you are in stand-up. <laughs> you get to corporate events. They're bringing out chicken and roasted duck, and you go up and do 20 minutes in front of the economic forecasting convention, which I did in Irvine. And so that's what we're trying to do. Get your profile up. Look good in a suit. If you're just wearing like a, like a hooded sweatshirt and a t-shirt and you're telling bar jokes, you're going to attract that kind of a fan base. So I was like, hey, why don't I wear like a little tie and look like a guy you might pay a little more and okay. feed him better to come to your show. Nice. So, so far so good. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm finishing the European tour and then I'm going to go to Australia. So, oh, but I I, on the European tour, Berlin, UK, Manchester, London, Manchester, Denmark, France, and then straight down under. And then I'm going to eat a lot of things like kangaroo. I had kangaroo. You had? Um, uh, I don't know if I'll eat it. I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. I, yeah. My mom got me kangaroo beef jerky, and I was afraid to eat it because it said on the packaging, don't worry, none of the kangaroos were killed for jerky. They were all roadkill found on the side of the road, and we prepared that. That did not make me feel any better. <laughs> no. I'm like, this wasn't even a purposeful kangaroo. I, I think I'd rather have a purple. Yes. Yeah. yeah It'd be like, like having a burger. And just... No, yeah. This burger was found on the side of the road. You're like, oh, I don't yeah, know. I, I want a burger that's been raised for burger. Yeah, and I'm going to work on all my different accents. I want to like be able to speak in all the accents by the time I get back. I don't think I will. But whenever I do my Australian, people say it's not even close. I go, it's got to be kind of close. It's close. They go, it's not even close, Mike. Not even close at all. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, oh, you're lying. It has to. You could say it's not good. I'll take that. But my friend is Indian. Did that to me. I was like talking like this to him. I go, I love the food of India. It's so delicious. He's like. That's not even close to Indian. I go, dude, there's a billion of you. That has to be one of them. <laughs> there's one guy in India going, that's my voice. How did he do that? <laughs> it's a numbers game at that point. Yes, yes. It has to be close to at least one person. One guy. Come on. Yeah. One guy named Raji. Please. Raji, if you're listening, write in and say, that's my voice. He got it perfect. <laughs> do you like East Indian food? Oh, I do love Indian food. I love yeah, or yeah. Indian food all together. I do. I put the rice down, then I just slop all the different things on top and try to remember which was which when I get back to the table. Yeah. Uh-oh, so looks like we're about to die on the laptop. you got yeah. like 1% left. You got 3%. Oh, okay. Maybe we should wrap it up, though. It's of coming course. to the time. Mm-hmm. So you said your all your European dates, like when you start your tour. Yes, anyone who wants to come to any of the European shows, just go on my website. Just type in Kayvon on Google, Kayvon Comedian, or kvon.tv. That's my website. And if you find a show you want, let me know. Sometimes I have discounts to certain shows. Mention this podcast, and we'll, we'll hook you up with something. Or at least we'll tell you where to go and where to park. Yeah. <laughs> and then usually I can throw a DVD your way or something as a thank you for supporting You know, people who are out here working hard and yeah. making you guys, you know, giving you entertainment for free online. Yeah. Great. Um, thanks a lot for coming on. This is really you. fun. And anyone who wants to watch any of the YouTube clips, just go on YouTube and type in Kayvon Comedian, K-V-O-N. And uh, again, I am the most famous half-Persian comedian <laughs> in the world. Not hard to find. Great. Thank you. Thank you.